My name is Tony, and I was in a cult for over a decade. And my name is Lindsay, and my sister was in a cult for over a decade. And now I'm out. Lindsay and my family helped get me out, and we have created a podcast. Playing in Traffic. We interview survivors of the Wimscog. We cover topics of healing and topics of all things about cults. So tune in, like, subscribe, whatever all that means, and enjoy the process of deconstruction. Welcome to Playing in Traffic. This is our disclaimer song. This is our disclaimer song. It's our opinion. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. If you didn't want us to make a podcast about you, then you probably shouldn't have started a religion where you brainwashed people and separated them from your family, so it's kind of your fault. But don't sue us. Don't sue us. You know who you are, so don't do it. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. In five, four, three, two, one. Here we are. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Playing in Traffic. We just got home from South Carolina. We're from Colorado, but our mom's side of our family is in South Carolina. So our grandparents are there and our cousins are there and our aunts and uncles. And uh, we have a lot of memories of our childhood from there. While we were there, we realized this is Tony's first family vacation outside of the cult officially. And so we thought, hey, while we're here, let's make a podcast episode. Because we also got to spend four days together, which is kind of a rare for us. So our family lives in Hampton, South Carolina. We would spend a lot of time in the summers when we were younger in Carolina. But we've been back together in the in for it's been what like four years, five years since we've gone together, mm-hmm. and you've never gone when you were officially out of the church. Right. So last time I went, I was tipping my toes out of the church cult, but I was terrified on the plane. I was terrified the whole time because I thought that I was about to be punished and destroyed and murdered and killed by God. So it was really stressful. I remember being stressed to the max the whole entire time. So this was really the first time since we've been out that we've been able to go. And it was amazing. I had a really nice time. I feel recalibrated and I feel, um, yeah, refreshed. But anyway, this was our first time seeing some of our dear family and we got to hear some of their perspective of what they thought was happening when I was in the cult. Our lovely, lovely cousin, Tracy, she let us do a little interview with her and we're doing it while we're cooking dinner. So the audio isn't, we were actually cooking dinner for the house. So you're going to hear clinking. We have people coming in and coming out. And the southern accent is strong. For some reason, Lizzie, I just want to explain. 
Carolina and how deeply I just feel like it's connected to my soul. And I feel like I had lost that connection. And so going back this trip, I felt really good to sort of reconnect a little bit. And, you know, that was the tactic of the cult was to separate me from my family and my memories of my family. I remember always looking forward to going to Carolina every year. And sometimes we would go a few times a year and like, like always having that to look forward to, right? But when I was in the cult, they made me think that that was a sad type of life. Like, like you only look forward to going on vacation and then you come back and then you work. And then you only look forward to going on vacation and then you come back and then you work. Like, oh, what a meaningless life. Oh, that's so pitiful. And so I honestly started kind of thinking that, like that was like pitiful and meaningless to just, why would you do that if you know the world's gonna end any moment of any second, you know? So anyway, like they really confused me. But this time I was like, oh my God, your soul needs this. You need to go, you need to reconnect to your roots and where you're from and the things that, and the people that that you need to be connected to, you know, and the memories that you need to make and and thinking about past generations and future generations, that stuff is, that's what life is about. And they totally disconnected me from that. So anyway, going to South Carolina feels like putting your bare feet into like rich, deep soil. Yeah, that's a in good a field one. Somewhere and eating a warm watermelon freshly picked out of the field, <laughs> which is something that you and I probably have done one or two times in our whole life, right? That's what our soul feels like. I don't know. And so then, then, okay, we've been obsessed with this Alex Murdoch trial. And for many different reasons, but I think it's because it reminds us of of our family and the place that we love dearly but also it reminds me of a cult leader and how somebody can manipulate and lie and cheat and steal and get away with it and in daylight plain daylight that is what is really fascinating to me it is bizarre we've been watching the live trial it's still going on as we're recording this and, I think you're on like day 21 or something. Can you believe it's, that? It's bizarre, dude. It's so weird because the the crimes that they're talking about, these financial crimes where he's like stealing millions of dollars and the way that he doesn't really react to it or he like can just sit and hear those things said about him. It's, it's very fascinating. I feel fascinated by it. It's, it's watching, it's not understanding someone's human behavior that's, it's very interesting. It's totally a cult leader. And when we went to visit in Carolina, we got to speak to family and friends and locals. Excuse my dog. We got to speak to family and friends and locals, and they're also captivated by it. And they're also, they know everybody knows everybody and everybody's related to everybody. And that's how it is down there. So... Anyway, we went out there, we kind of went on a little tour and we we visited the tiny little town of Walterboro. We saw the courthouse where all the action is taking place. And we also went to visit Stephen Smith. I don't know if it's related or not, but we just went to visit him and pay our respects to him. When me and Lindsay go to Carolina, we love the graveyards. They're very old and they're very 
Can we post the photo in the graveyard? I don't know if we should. I'm going to, you guys. Only on our playing in traffic page. Because yeah. I don't think certain people want to see that. Yes, Aunt Debbie. I don't know. It's pretty offensive. I don't Aunt know. Debbie. I don't know. Can I post the photo? It's very offensive. If you really I'm, want to. I'm going to ask Aunt Debbie. Listen, listen, Aunt Debbie. Listen, listen, Aunt Debbie. I Can I post the photo of me at the church? Okay. If you do not respond within 30 days, we will post it. <laughs> then we'll know if she listens or not. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So you guys. This is sort of a personal one about our family and, you know, I hope you enjoy. I guess they're all kind of personal, aren't they? This one is so beautiful, Tony. Okay, of all of them, uh -huh. to me, this is our masterpiece. And I don't uh -huh. know if anybody else listening will think that. Our but masterpiece. this, I, I love this because I like art. I like, um, I like poetry. I'm a romantic. I like a... I like podcasts that that do this where they use like really raw audio. It is raw audio. It's a little bit difficult and there's a big humming. I don't know what did you notice there's a like as I said you can hear it's cooking and everything and you can hear people coming in and out but we hope you enjoy it. Let us know. Let us know what you think cuz to me this is the dearest one to my heart. Obviously cuz we get to talk to Tracy and Tracy's oh, just yeah. a delight. So thank you Tracy for being with us to talk about this. Thank you to all of the family members who come in and out throughout the interview. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy. It's not okay, Lindsay. It's not okay. Okay, we're in Hampton, South Carolina. Okay, we have cousin Tracy here. We call her cousin Tracy, but she's gonna explain us how we're actually related. So, oh Lord. You, you put me on the spot, Liz. I Thanks. Know. I appreciate you. You're welcome. That's what you do to me. <laughs> How we're related is my mom and your granddaddy, which is your mom's dad, are first cousins. So, in turn, it makes us fourth cousins because they're, like, it falls behind. Like, your mom is, like, my, my mom's second cousin and so on and so forth. So growing up as kids, we didn't know what cousin, we were just cousins. We didn't know how we were related. We just know we were family. Can we say names? Can we say your mom's name? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, so Shirley's Tracy's mom. And then your grandma is Velma. My grandma was Velma. And I would always call her Aunt Velma it's and Aunt a, Shirley and yeah. Cousin Tracy. Yeah. And we just go to your house when we come to visit. Yeah. And hang out. The way I remember it is I'd go by their children because, like, my mama growing up as a kid, I can remember her saying, well, we going to Jackie's, which meant we were going to Uncle Everett's. Right. Yeah. So they all lived within, all them kids lived within about a, the siblings all but Aunt Bernice and Uncle Mike all lived within, within the Nixville area. Like Aunt Irene lived down the street from my grandmama and Aunt Bernice lived, or Uncle Junior lived across the street from Aunt Irene's. And then um, your grandmama lived over here by where your, where your daddy's place, your granddaddy's place is. So they were across the street. So they were close to each other. The only two that didn't live close was Uncle Mike and Uncle Melvin and Aunt Bernice. And they all went to Hampton. Oh, okay. But they did have a house out here one time that I, that, but I don't know. They moved out. Went, they moved to Hampton like 20 minutes, 30 yeah, minutes? Yeah, 20 so. minutes, 20, 25 minutes. Okay, okay. 
But it was still close enough for everybody to get together. Like, they still got together as siblings. Like, even as I was getting older and older and bigger, I can remember. (coughs) Your mama can probably remember more than I can when I was growing up as kids. Don't get in trouble. Get over here and play. But he, but I can remember as kids, us getting, us getting together. Yeah. Like, we all, like, sit, like, I live with my grandmama, so when she would go to town, she was the only one out of the siblings that still drove. So we would pick up, so we'd start off, we'd go get Aunt Irene. And then we go get Aunt Aunt, Aunt Flory, which was Uncle which was Uncle Junior's wife, which is a sibling as well. Go get her. Then we go. Then we come get Aunt Adelie because we cut down the side road. Come get Aunt Adelie, and then we go to him to get Aunt Bernice. So all the sisters were always close. Yeah. And even David probably remembers. David, am I right? When Aunt Adelie was alive, what year did Aunt Adelie die? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. See, I was. Yeah, so I'm saying 93. But I remember, I remember going to get her before she got before, and us having to go get her to go to town because they would all go together and go grocery shopping together. They'd make it a get together. Mm-hmm. Like they'd all go together. It was Were like a part. Were they good cooks? Oh my god, could they cook? Yeah. Oh. Like what kind of food? Any kind of southern food you wanted. Yeah. Anything you want a southern, they could cook. And my grandmama, and they would always, and they would always rotate. I can remember growing up as a kid, being when I was little, that each other's houses and eat. Like they would go to, like we go to your grandmama's and your great grandmama's and eat. Yeah. Or we would go to Aunt Bernice's or Aunt Irene's and eat. We always at somebody's house, eating somewhere. But the sisters were always, the sisters and the brothers were always close. And the only brother that I don't remember a lot of is Uncle Mike. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I knew that there was an Uncle Mike. And he lived in Hampton? <laughs> yeah, he was, but he, he was different. He was different. Was he? He was, he was, he was a sweet old man, but he was just, he was, he had, how do I explain this? It wasn't he was different. They just, they never, they never mingled with him. All the sisters that lived out here always mingled together. Like, the sisters mingled. Like, yeah. it was always the sisters mingling. The brothers never mingled much together. And see, I was, Uncle Everett and Uncle Ernest were already gone, were already deceased when I was, when I was, when I was a kid. So I don't remember them. And I don't remember, I don't, I vaguely remember Uncle Mike. Yeah. I don't remember. Do you feel like you're the, the gatekeeper of all the information because you lived with your mom for so long? No, because my mama, I wish I'd have sat down with my grandmama more. Because oh, my grandmama would have told me a lot more of my history. Okay. But I didn't think, you know, growing up as a kid, you didn't think you needed to know any of that, you know? know? There's so many times that I think I should have. And, like, now with your granddaddy and his hearing, losing his hearing, he asks, you ask a question, it takes him a minute to think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I better start cooking. I better start cooking dinner. Just- Okay, now we're here cooking dinner with Tracy in the kitchen. Cooking with Tracy. Cooking with Carolina. In Carolina. Um, Tracy. Yes, ma'am. This is Tony's first trip back to South Carolina since she has left a cult. What do you remember about her being in a cult for the last 12 years? I don't. Because I always thought, as Tony laughs over here, I always thought Tony was working. That's what... Ooh. So I thought it was I like, was working. 
I know. But Looking to go to heaven, you know. But <laughs> I came with Lindsay. She always makes up some kind of snide comment when you say that. Ishkabibble. Ishkabibble. I can't remember her when she called you Ishkabibble when we were kids. Ishkabibble. I was Ishkabibble. I love that. Mm -hmm. You know what? On Facebook, someone posted, does anybody know what Ishkabibble means? My grandma used to call me that. And I was I like, me too. <laughs> and then I went down the whole rabbit hole. And do you guys know what it is? Uh-uh. It's a comedian from like the early 1900s. Really? He was like a slapstick comedian. And so when someone was silly or like, when um, like a little, like, you call him an Ishkabibble. Because I was like the, the comedian. That's funny. Isn't that, that an insult? That is, a, that is an interesting. It's not an insult. It's like a, it's like saying like, oh, you remind me of Jim Carrey or mm -hmm. Robin Williams or something. Or a clown. It's such a, it's <laughs> such a compliment. It's like yeah. such a compliment. Yeah. Okay. 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 We get your point. Okay. 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 Right. Stop okay. curling yourself, okay. that lady. Okay. Okay. So Tracy, you just thought Tony was working. Yeah. I didn't even know she was in a cult until so y'all started. Until so y'all started the, the podcast, and I listened to the first episode, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" You didn't? Yeah, I didn't even know. There was something funky about it because mom, my mom, and your mom would whisper about it. Like it, they'd always whisper about it. Like it was some kind of bad thing. Like like it was some kind of like I don't know. Like you knew Tony was up to something, but you're like, oh. "Yeah, what is she doing?" And they never would talk about it. Like I love my mom. But it was like they had this like like pack where they didn't talk about it. Like That's it was weird. like because wouldn't your mom tell you a lot? Yeah, my mom would tell me a lot, but like her and her and Margaret. I don't think it was your mom. I think it was our mom telling her to be quiet. I think that our mom is embarrassed of me. Kinda. Okay. Mom. All right, mom. I'll accept it. She's sleeping. Where's our mom? I don't know, Russ. Oh, he went with um. Oh yeah, he'll be right back. He just had to go uh, take a trip. Whatever. No, he went upstairs. I think to take a little rest. Are you he probably tried it after his plunge. The polar plunge? Yeah. But, um... That's so... Yeah, I don't think... So knowing my mom and then knowing Shirley, I think that was a decision on my mom's part to keep it hush-hush. Do you think my granddaddy knows? No. No. I he don't. Doesn't. I don't think he knows. I think we should tell him. <laughs> but... Hey, Jay. Does granddaddy know that Tony was in the cult? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> See, even Jay doesn't even know. No. See, but I'm, that's what I'm saying is I don't think I think it was it was hush hush because well wait why do you did, think that did is? we know that Tony was in the cult really true. no we did not she was out. that's good true. point that's a really good, good point because none of us knew like like that's like so, like I thought Tony was just working I didn't yeah. think I thought did Tony, you even know I was in church no. <laughs> yeah, like it would never occur to a normal person that the reason you couldn't come was because you can't miss Sabbath day, Tony. Yeah, that like it, I thought it was because you were working for like eight. Like I thought it was working for like the CIA. <laughs> like no, but like the damn, I wish. Yeah, you could have been like, like I thought it was I'm like here. working for here. the. Yeah. Something like really prestigious. Yeah, yeah like some kind of like something like. Like not even the CIA. I was thinking more like the lines of like the, like the government for like Denver or something, where she couldn't leave for long periods of time because she thought that if she left, her job would be jeopardized. But I'm just saying, I never, I never put two and two together until after y'all started with the podcast. No, it's okay. I ain't mad with you, dude. I do it too. I eat cereal all the time. Okay.
He uh, but like talking about like I just thought I'm Tony wasn't coming because Tony was working so much. Yeah. Mm. Not realizing it was a church thing. Yeah. That she wasn't the end of the world because Aunt Debbie got married and I didn't come and she said it was 2012 and yeah. I would have been yeah and that's why we were talking about that I was like why did Tony not come and you were like oh she's just working and you know I took okay. it in well, did I yeah you told me she was working oh, so I didn't shit. I was like in on the yeah you were and and you and I think it was more or less protecting your 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 baker sister. I bet my mom told me to say that. She probably did. <laughs> to be honest to you. Damn, mom is so ashamed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like when I lived in Indiana, y'all didn't realize. And now I'm going to tell my story. Y'all going to make me cry. I'm not. Y'all going to make me cry. You only say what you want to say. No, I'm going to tell my story because it needs to be told. Because not all my family knows my story. My uncle just found out this morning. So my first husband, believe it or not, was a, was a, was a very bad alcoholic. Like, brutal alcoholic and I don't care if I put his name out he literally he was married in the Marine Corps he went to Afghanistan two or three was in Afghanistan one was in Iraq one was in Afghanistan so when y'all y'all I don't think y'all ever met him I don't think so I don't think I ever did because he didn't want to be around my family he thought my family was evil people that's how that's, that's like a cult it is, and I and I say that with being, I was in a domestic violence situation, so it's almost like being in a cult. Like you did, you couldn't talk to nobody about it. You couldn't tell nobody anything. You couldn't say anything. So I relate to Tony's understanding with her being in the with her being in the cult as being it's secretive because you couldn't say anything, couldn't talk to nobody. You had your family, you had that family there, but you couldn't tell nobody. And being where I'm from in the south. Divorce is a big no-no down here. It's no-no everywhere, honestly. Was he always like that? Or he got it, worse? It, got, it gradually got worse. It kind of You kind of read the writing on the wall. It was kind of like when you were in the cold, you saw things going on, and you were just like, wait a minute, that's not right. It was, and it built, and it built it up like a mound, like an ant, like an anthill. It mounded up, and then it was just, all of a sudden, the ants just started scattering. And I look, and when I started, so when I started looking, when I started listening to the podcast, I started crying because then I was like, Tony and I can relate in that aspect because of the fact of being that I, sh I understood what you were dealing with because you were dealing with internally trying to figure out who you were and, and then trying to protect everybody around you because you didn't want anybody to get sucked in with you. So I understood that aspect of it. And like Tony being the little sister, I didn't tell my mom because my mom was very protective of me because I was the only sibling at that time because my sister had died, so she I didn't. Pissed. Oh, pissed. She didn't know? She didn't know. My mom, my mom went to her grave not knowing that I was a DV survivor. Like, there's things he's done to me that I won't fail, but there's things that he's done to me that no woman should go through. What made you leave him? Like, what was the final? My daddy, my daddy gets sick. My daddy had his stroke in 2012, and I literally, no lie, came home and he told me he wanted a divorce and I packed my bags. Your mama don't even know. Your mama don't even know. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, mama. Don't be mad at me that I didn't tell. My mama is gone. I'm actually a domestic violence survivor. About with your first husband. I knew that. How did my mama know? I did not even tell my mom. 
She knew. Aww. She wanted to cry. Aww. I'm sorry. I know, baby. But my, but I never told my mom because I didn't want to hurt my mom. Because I, mom, because mom, mom knew what Margaret had been with your mom, so I didn't want to hurt my mama in that aspect of hurting my mom, being a survivor. It was like I knew, I knew my mom knew, but I think my mom knew I wasn't gonna tell her. And my mom, and I still didn't tell my mom, even after mama got sick and mama would ask me, I would lie to mama. No, mom, it was good. Because I didn't want to hurt my own mother. See, like, I never knew that about your mom, that your mom knew. See, they can't That's see. what I'm saying. Those boys so are weird. They were so sick. But they talk. They talk. Don't talk to each other. They talk to each other. Like, they would call each other. Like, I remember when mom got sick. Mom's like, call Margaret for me. And she's like, now you got to leave. She pushed me out. Like, they were secret with their conversations. And I bet there's things about your mom's divorce me and that that my mom knew. Probably. That would go, that would both of them would go to the grief with. Yeah, but that maybe you know that we don't know. So well, I don't know nothing. I'm telling you. They didn't talk <laughs> about keep a diary. No, my mom did not keep a diary. Yeah, Our mom be a good diary. How about I have mom? Yeah. No, mom, they all, I know, they never kept diaries. I, I do. That you way know, when I go, my kids can know all of our drama. I don't know, though. Doesn't this feel like a very female thing to do? Like, you don't want to burden other people with your girls. And that's that's, that's why we have a podcast, because we just put our shit out in the world. And that's what I'm saying. But it's not about being a burden. Like, you need to talk about it, because other women are in domestic violence. And that's what, that's and it. honestly, I have a TikTok that I do with a girl. I saw it. Yeah. You saw my TikTok? I get in when there's a girl, and there's lots of girlfriends. Beans. I have a lot of nightmares from him yeah. and a lot of trauma from him. I have nightmares too. I know. Nightmares are like a really big There's a big, PTSD. there's a PTSD thing. Yeah. And believe it or not, my, ther my first therapist I ever dealt with when I moved back to South Carolina, which I really wish that the states would get better with their PTSD. Yeah. Understanding it. They want to put you in a category that you're crazy. When yeah. in actuality, it's your head playing games with you. Right. The brain is just like any other body part. Like, it sometimes gets sick and you need to help it. That's why I tell people when I take my long weekends like I am right now, that's how I get my, my, my head back straight. Yeah. When you take your what? My long weekends like coming home oh, like this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Like coming to see y'all. That's how I get my, my head straight again and go back to, and go back to society. Right. Is I take my, you know, my two or three day weekend and make it a weekend where I don't, I can focus again. I know when I'm starting to lose control of myself with my PTSD because I can feel it in my soul. Yeah. Like I feel like somebody's pulling it out of me. Mm. And you probably can relate in that aspect of it with you, with your, with you. Are you still in therapy now? No. Because it's there. It is, but it doesn't. The state of South Carolina is a joke with therapy. I did it online. I, my therapist was based out of, believe it or not, Colorado. Oh, cool. She was based out of Colorado. I, I looked and I, what I Googled was PTSD therapist. I don't know how you make it through life without trauma. I don't think we do. We don't. Like Tony taught us about being in a cold. When I came home, they were so judgmental to me. Like they- you being divorced? Yes. And you're like, what you don't even know? And that's what made it But so they would have never wanted you to be in that dangerous situation. No. And, but then I had started talking to people, and that's what made me move to Charleston. Was living here, 
I felt I had a target on my back. That's awful. From family or just everybody? Like your mutual friends and all that? My mutual friends? Yeah. My future fam not my family. A lot of my family was very rooted into Christianity and it was against the religion. Mm -hmm. uh, to be divorced. So people yeah. on here don't really get divorced? No. That's weird. I'm all about divorce. I mean, Jeez, I'm glad I, Evan's not here for that. No, I'm all about divorce if you're not happy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not happy with it, leave Or it. you're in danger. If, oh, God, yeah. For sure, if you're in danger, definitely. Yeah. But I just feel like life is too short. If you're not happy with the person you're with, like, just, pack it. just get out. If it's not working for either one of you and you're not happy, just it's don't do it. I just don't understand. Obviously, like, I mean, society's you. changed in 10 years, too. I've been divorced 10 years from the first husband. Yeah. But I can remember when I first came home, it was it was almost like, oh my god. Mm. I can see that. Right. But I think society's changed since COVID too. Right. People are starting to appreciate life more. Because you know, with COVID, it was all about everybody was in a hurry to go in life. Yeah. Now with COVID, they've slowed down and made sure that they appreciate life more. Yeah. Yeah, and I like you happy with what you're doing. Yes, and it's a good moment that we never take to pause and be like, huh? Like, do I want this job? Do I want this? How do you like your pineapple? I like my pineapple grilled. Okay, well, you want to grill it? We can put we can put it on the stove. You cutting it up, lady? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Let me know how it is. All right. Smells sweet. Pineapple. So let's uh let's um in conclusion. Oh, in conclusion. Did you guys I forgot we were recording. <laughs> there are people who may not want to be on the podcast in and out, so if it sounds like weird editing, it's because we're cutting out aunts and moms and siblings and siblings and children. All those people that keep the secrets. Yeah, we're making dinner, so anybody who comes into the kitchen, we might get a, they might get some. Editing. Is it good, Tracy? Oh yeah, it's good. Yay! It seems really juicy. The pineapple. But I'm not scared to tell my story, Abby okay with it because when I first moved back it was like that I was scared to tell my story I was scared to say anything yeah whatever happened to him I have no clue I haven't talked to him in 20 years and then uh, I didn't know about you either see nobody did. yeah you called us last year right mm -hmm. was that last year it was like right after I started it. It was like the week y'all started it. I was like, this podcast is awesome. We're going to hear from my cousin. I know, and you actually like made it. You were the first one that really reached out and said, like, you're touching me in a way that was unexpected. And we were like, okay, this podcast is cool. This yeah, is, okay, like, we this can do this. This is fun. Because when we first started, we were like, I don't know how long we'll do this for. But then you didn't realize, you didn't realize how many people would, you would pull out of a cold either. So I didn't realize that a cold was so similar to like domestic violence yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like there. And my therapist tells me that all the time. That comes up a lot, actually. When I was and it comes up a lot that you know, feel very connected to the same dynamic. And you know, me and, me and Tony was in the cold. None of us knew. Like, like none of us in South Carolina knew. Yeah. Like your mom didn't talk about it. She would come. It was all hush hush. <laughs> <laughs> I did all the chicken with that. Lindsay was you when Tony was in the cold? Uh, Tony had just kind of like eased 
taking you out of the car. I got you. See, I didn't even know she was in it. Evan never met Tony full-blown in it, and he said he still can't imagine how. I, I wish there was, was like a video when, or something. Huh? When, I wish I had a video. <coughs> when were you, um, what years were you in the cult, Tony? Like 2007 to like... just like that, like in a tray in there. In a can, kind of like that? No, I'm talking about like you would meat or anything else. It's all just clear plastic over it. Like you buy it to cook that it in. You know? But I mean, that's close to what you can get in a can. Can I have that spatula me and a turnio, did turnio pineapple over there? Do we want a jalapeno for anything tomorrow? Huh? Do we want a jalapeno for anything tomorrow? I would not think so. Not to maybe say that somebody could not. How about here? Maybe I'll cut a half tonight and then leave half of it. Our next session. You remember why? But see, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. They're like, we know. We knew. They like, they knew. Yeah. Little wires. But she. But I'm just saying, but I'm supposed to say it. The older generation talked amongst themselves and they didn't tell us nothing. Yeah. Maybe that's what we do, right? Totally. Well, but we also talked about that, like, would we have cared? Like, that's the other thing is, like, you were going through, you were going through your own shit. I was going through my shit. Tony was going through hers. Even if we had, like, heard that Tony was in a cult, or... I don't think we could have got her out, because she was so... No, not got her out, but even, like, been like, yeah, well, whatever, I'm going through my own shit. (laughs) Well, yeah, but, I mean, looking back on it, yeah, but I was like, you're going to hell. None of that matters. Yeah. I was told her that all the time. She was going to hell. Yeah. And I, I would like, oh, so sad. You just need to do it like this. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. 
He, but the thing about it that makes it so bad is, it's like none of us realized that any of us were having any problems. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. We could have been helping each other. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, none of us realized that we were not helping each other. You know. I think that's where. As a society, it's hard to judge anybody's situation because, yeah, you don't know what you don't you don't know what's on the inside of it. Yeah, you don't like you don't know what's on the inside of a situation when you're looking at somebody. There might be something there that none of us can help them with. Like Tony's situation, like we didn't know she was in a cold. So yeah, we were like, oh, her religion's so annoying, but I never was like, oh, she. I never thought about like the trauma of really thinking that like at any moment you're gonna die, not die, but like. You're gonna go to heaven and everyone else you know around you. Yeah. So, do you really do you still have friends in there, Dom? Oh uh, yeah, but they don't have to me. Yeah, they don't Well them. I know, but I mean I mean would you still have friends? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're friends at all, you know. But I'm just saying they work right. Maybe and that's sad out. because you people have come out and they called me. So that's really good. But I'm just that's saying, really but but I'm just saying. Like that's what I'm saying, like Maybe one of them will hear the podcast and be like, well, maybe I do need to come out. I mean, that has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Should we set it up here and then people can just come and make their own food right here? Yeah. Okay. All right. How brown do you want to sign up, lady? I think that's perfect. Oh, yeah. Cast iron top. Yeah. I can pick it up. I feel like I'm going to take the avocado and put it on its own plate. I need a pot holder to put it on. Because... Oh, you're going to just lay it out? I'm just going to lay it on there. Yeah. All right, give me a bowl. Put it right here. Would that work? Yeah. All right, I need your pot. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll work. We have a lot of that, though. Yeah. Let me grab it. Should we have a lot of that, though? Yeah. Let me grab it. Should we have a lot of that, though? I got it, baby. Please. Mmm, it smells so good. And then, but what am I doing here? Oh, sorry, cream. Yeah, that's not very much. Well, shit. Sure. Well, I can move that off now. Hold on, Liz. Oh, wait, there's more. There's more of these. Hold on, babe. Here, watch this. There. I just sit the, the, the pot on the top. I just did a really spicy thing. Boom, baby.